Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Wow, your voice is tuned up. You're tuned up. You've been singing. You've been singing holiday songs. That was a little rough, but I have been singing. I actually sang, I lessened at the cellar because Noam, the owner of the cellar, always brings in his band and I yep. sang two holiday songs with him and uh, he he paid for my dinner. Oh, great. Isn't that so nice? Don't we usually get like free dinner? No, you get like a discount. Yeah, discount, yeah. discount, but I was, and right. I got a lot. Oh, I good. was like, I want breaded. But this is before I knew. I was like, ah. I want breaded chicken. I want this. It was my cheat day. Right. And then um, Keith Robinson, uh, my boyfriend at the cellar, uh, brought in, um, he ordered Il Molino. So then What's I also that? ate that. It's like a really nice Italian restaurant. Oh, nice. He and brought in food from another restaurant. He always orders it. Like on really? Fridays. He'll either get Otto or Il Molino and he'll get like wine and stuff. Aren't you not supposed to bring food from one restaurant into another restaurant? It's okay for the, for the comics. Right. They're okay with it. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, okay because Esty was sitting there, and then we were all just like order the food and stuff. Right. I think last night was the first night that I realized how, like, New York is so chaotic, and our lives are so chaotic, and going through breakups and not being with my family, like, the cellar is my center. Like, I go early, I'm there, I love the staff, it's my home, I'm just like, it's the only thing keeping me grounded right now. So, my life is like that, only I don't have that. Well, because you're, you're not here yeah, and I'm not putting in my. I'm not you, when you <laughs> do when you do when you put in when you to get booked at a club you have to put in. And since my schedule's changing a lot, then I'm not putting in. It was so avails. You put in avails, and they book you in the avails, and it just because I definitely in L.A. I don't have some like regroup comedy place that I go to. I do still feel that when I'm back in New York, I feel that at the cellar, and then I also feel it with like other clubs. That like I'll do when here. you when you come to the cellar, I'm sure you feel like. I feel it there. Social and, I, and welcome. And... I feel it at other clubs in New York, too. Like, it just feels, like, nice to see. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, all these people, like, still out there trying, you know, like. But it was interesting. So I was in Maine for the past three days. And I haven't been up to my hometown in Maine for five years. Because I'm from fucking, it's so, I've, I know I'm always like, I'm from rural Maine. I am from rural Maine. Like, it's so rural my, I was t- trying to, dis- and I was doing this reality show. I mentioned it before, but there's this woman that sells uh, moose poop, and she's gonna have a show on True TV. And I got to <laughs> meet her, and I'm gonna help her like, with some help with some comedy stuff. And I was there while they were filming. So, but she got to meet my um, dad, and I was trying to describe how small the town was. And I said, "Well, we have one stoplight," and then my dad said, "No, they took it down. They took it down. There's no stoplight." How did that even come into conversation? This stoplight is too much. I'll tell you how it came into conversation. Because there's nothing to talk about. Right. So if they have a town council, it's like we put this... Do you have a newspaper? Like a town newspaper? Yeah. Not daily. I mean, mean, um, the Blue Hill Gazette or something. Uh But literally... Okay, so wait, wait. I think I, I told you this before. This was a while ago, though. So... So... One time, so I, when I was home, like, maybe it was under five years ago, but whenever it was, say it was like three years ago, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I mentioned, I remember, I thought I remember saying on the podcast, maybe not. Anyway, they had a magazine, and on the cover of the magazine, the local magazine, it said, Happy Birthday Earl. <laughs> and that was the cover of the magazine. This guy turned 70. That's the news. We had, we, it's so funny how... Not even his, our backgrounds his are. full name wasn't even there. And I said, Dad, what the... F- this seems like they're making like, a joke. It's, it's Earl. Everyone knows Earl. He goes, well, he turned... Maybe he turned 90 something. He was like, hey, he turned 90. Isn't that crazy? And I go, no, it's insane that someone is on the cover of the fucking magazine because they turn... Like, that's- I think it's great that they even have a magazine that they're getting printed out. <sighs> Don't you? No, it's, I mean, it's great. Yeah. We have the Daily Herald. I'm from Arlington Heights, Illinois. It's next now, that's to famous, isn't it? The Daily Herald. Isn't the Daily Herald? No, thing? that you. Oh my God! Wait, what is the name of it? Is it the Daily Herald, or am I thinking of Spider Man? Uh, <laughs> what is it called? Wait, I gotta call my mom. I've and ask heard. Her. I've heard of the Daily Herald, but maybe I'm just because I go to Chicago. No, well, it's a northwest suburb. Um, 
I'm calling my mom right now. Or maybe now. I'm a total idiot and they've got tons of Daily Heralds in different places. I'm sure they have lots of tons of gazettes. What the fuck is a gazette? A gazette is gazette. It's like Italian. You're the re- hey, 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 hi, Ma. Real quick. Hi, the date. Oh. You're on the podcast real quick. Emma's here. Oh, hi, Emma. Hey, how you doing? Happy holidays. Good. You too. I love you, Emma. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Oh, my mom is like obsessed. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Ma- yeah. You guys were at the show in, in Rosemont. That, that seems like such a long time ago. Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? It really does. Ma, what's the name of... Is the Daily Herald the name of the, ma- the a newspaper in the northwest suburbs of Chicago? Yes. Okay, because I couldn't remember, but Emma seems to is think it's... Is it famous? No, it's not. It's just... Is it famous? Yeah. No, it's not, okay, it's no, not famous. It just happens to be the Daily Herald. So there's a Daily Herald for Arlington Heights, a Daily Herald for... You know, all the suburbs. That's for the suburbs of Chicago. Okay, that's probably... The suburbs, the suburbs. Yeah, like Mount Prospect. not Chicago. I mean, not the city of Chicago. The city of Chicago has sometimes Tribune, you know, that type of thing. Right. Mm. But that sounds like the Daily Herald. I think the word daily is what's getting you. Yeah, and Herald. Something, Something about that. I was like, I've heard of that, but... This sounds like a boring subject to talk about well, newspapers. I mean, you, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe this is a bad podcast episode. <laughs> no, Emma was saying she's from a small town and they only have, they don't even have a news, or maybe they do. Well, they had a, a magazine. But the cover of the magazine was just this guy and it said, happy birthday, Earl. But that was like, this guy turned 90, but that was made the cover of the town area magazine. And I was like, because I went home this past week to to film something and I was like this is insane that's really small that's town. small now that happened a while ago yeah. the example I gave to this time was I was saying that we only had one stoplight and my dad chimed in and he said no they took it down there's no stoplight <laughs> there's no stoplight no stoplight oh my gosh that is small I but, love small towns though you guys should come up to Blue Hill I mean I think I don't know what Mateo me, me and my mother are gonna go to Maine you could then what would we my, I mean what would we do it's stunningly oh, beautiful. Maine is Maine is beautiful. Maine, beautiful. The, the ocean is beautiful because when I went beautiful. on that cruise, we t- we stopped by Maine and yep. it was like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And you could you go to New York. You're very close to the ocean. You do know that. I never. But we know we don't see it. I mean, yeah. I know we, but it's like living in Manhattan. No, it's like, no, all I think about is fucking people getting whacked and tossed in the river here. <laughs> I think of them like 1930. Yeah, but not not now. Now, yeah, they're. It's not good. I don't think. And there's like like chemicals in the water and like Ninja Turtles. It's not see, good. I always picture it that since you're on an island, that you always get to see the water. Never. But I guess that's not true. No, maybe every blue. Maybe when I go over the bridge in an Uber. Yeah. But even then, I'm like looking at my phone. Yeah. We're failing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's the ocean. <laughs> well, it's not pretty water. It's not like it's like we're in like. A... But Maine is beautiful. It's not like you're in Maine. Yeah, Maine is beautiful water. And there's, you know, where I'm, where I live, there's not even a ton of restaurants, to be honest. But, I mean, there's... Were there any Italians in Maine? No. I mean, maybe. uh, Not that I knew of. Tony Conroy. My my boyfriend in high school was Italian. There you go. Leah Piazza. Yeah, but like, I can, I know them, you know? And Emma, mom, Emma likes to date Italian women. She thinks that Italians are more fun. Isn't that fun? Interesting. Well, they are, they are more spicy. They are very emotional um but the, you know what they love hard too yeah my, really my mother is the anomaly 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 in my family because she's like the sweet nice one out of her seven brothers and sisters uh, where everyone else <laughs> but like, your aunt cindy's so sweet my aunt cindy is sweet but she could cut a bitch really and she yes. has aunt multiple cindy? times yes if cindy, if cindy loves you you are her friend wait forever. what if she if like cindy him i've never you She'll slit your throat. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even imagine. That. Oh, she the just... stories we yeah, have yeah. of some of the things my aunt Cindy is, and and like, like yeah, yeah. for the right, well, we won't go into it. But no, no, my aunt Cindy's um, uh, not to be fucked with. Wow, I'm. I'm she seems Correct. like a like a ray of sunshine. She is. She's what. She's she literally is. like the best person in the world. But like, don't fuck it's, with her. That's because she loves you. If right. she didn't, you would. You see that that Italian side. Interesting. Real quick. Yeah, she, you see, you don't. My aunt Cindy makes it very. You'll know very quickly if people in my family do or don't like you. Interesting. Where you stand. Yeah, God. that's true. Oh my! What is Mateo gonna do if he has a boyfriend that people don't like? Well, that's already happened, I think. But um, 
No, they were. I remember they were excited way back. Well, with Kike, they were. Yeah. They were. Remember, it was nice when you guys all met Kike, and you guys were sweet, and it was nice to like bring him and yeah. just shove him to my aunt's. I'm like, go talk to him, and I ran off because I had to film something. It's true. But I've had past boyfriends where it's maybe not gone so well. I've had girlfriends my mom didn't like at all. And the thing is, is I trust my mom's opinion, so that makes it suck even more. And I can tell when she doesn't like them. Like, I remember she said about, there was this one person I dated, and she said, she was like, you know, she just seems like a lot, and she seems like she's always wants, like, so much attention from you. And she just kept asking you if if her shoes matched her pants and you said yes and she kept asking and I just wanted to scream at her, she answered you! <laughs> and, and she was the right. Part, from the parents' point of view, the hard part is if we see you making a mistake but right. now you're an adult, right? you know, all we can do is guide you right. if you ask but you really gotta just... And by guide, Italians will surround you and, and, right. and tell you what's for. Right. My sister had a boyfriend years ago that we all hated. I mean, just like, yeah. we all... Hated him. What? And, why? What was wrong with him? Uh, well, my aunt Cindy called him Pomodoro because he looked like a red tomato, <laughs> and he also had like we, we made fun of his teeth. He just was an idiot. We hated his family. We hated everything about him. He was an asshole. He, he was just a, he was just lazy and dumb and stupid. He was real stupid. But we made it obvious that we didn't like him. Also, if someone has bad ma- like I remember my mom because this is a good thing. So if, if you're meeting someone's family over the holidays, or this might air after it did, but if. Hopefully you guys, people listening, don't do this, but ask people's family members questions about themselves. Because I remember my mom was like, if someone shows, she's like, she's like, I was asking him all the questions. He didn't seem to have any interest in me at all. And I, and you know, like my mom will be like, where are you from? Nice to meet you. How do you do that? What do you think of that? And then if someone doesn't seem like any interest in her, she'll be like, ah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, yeah, they should show interest in your family. I think with our family, if you come into my family and you you can even like maintain a, like a half a conversation, you're good because that's, that's pretty good. There's like wow. 18 conversations happening at once. I'm not kidding you. There's like 25 people at a table and everyone's talking at the same time. How do you a do? A good friend, a good friend of Mateo's went with us to an Italian restaurant when Mateo was in college, and we didn't notice it, but we got back to our home, and he said, oh my God, how did you people, how did you even understand what each other was saying? And we're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He said, everybody was talking over each other, everyone was trying each other's food, yeah. no one was listening, no, and we said, really? We don't know, like, notice. we're having, mul- like, the, the way you work it is you probably balance three conversations at once, and on top of it, if you, like, we go to Fellini's, because they're from the same, aren't they from the same town in Sicily Pops's? What's they're, Fellini's? Uh-huh. It's an Italian restaurant. Uh, They're from the same exact small town in Italy our family's from. So we used to go there all the time. We brought Chuck one time, and what, what happens when you sit, there's probably like 19 of us at the table, right? Wow. And you, everyone is forced to order a different meal because we all want to try everybody else's So meal. what would happen if Matteo orders the chicken parmesan? Which I wouldn't, but Which yeah. he wouldn't, which he wouldn't. I'm struggling bad. over here trying yeah. to make no, sure <laughs> We but, might get mad at him. Say, don't order that. Nobody likes that. Right, we don't like that, and we want rigatoni, this baked rigatoni because we yeah, want to try the it. baked rigatoni with the ricotta. But so yeah. then, if he say he did, orders that, and then I say, oh, I'd also like that, and then we say, well, I'm already getting it, so get something else. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and sometimes I think like I talked to like I was in rehearsal with Henry for my Barbara Streisand show the other day, and I said something to him, and I realized it sounded like pushy. And I apologized. I was like, Henry, I'm so sorry. I, I that is how I'm used to speaking to my family, and and it's not. We're not like mad at each other. What did you do? Because I never think you sound pushy. I was. He was playing something, and I just went. I was like, No, no, no. That's the wrong key. Change it the other key. That's. And fine. then I stopped. Oh, Henry, sorry. I should have been way nicer about that. I think that you would just do that yes. if you were trying to. If it was a work thing, you had to point out quick. Right. But, and when you're in that creative mode, right. you're probably just your mind is thinking, but. Some, Believe me, I taught him to say please and thank you. Oh, I <laughs> Yeah, my mom did a very good job raising me. I had a show at this place called Joe's Pub the other night, which That's is where, where I Mateo- did my my barber or my barber show, remember? So so there is a place, there was a, sh- a pub in Midtown called Joe Franklin's Pub. And they used to have shows, like comedy shows every now and then, and it's like it was like pretty it was like nice but like really loud in there in this back room and also had a piano. So this whole time, I thought Joe's pub, and I used to call it Joe's Pub. This whole time, I thought that that's what Joe's Pub was. So I would see Bridget Everett there when you said you were there, and I was, it's it's fine, but it's loud. Like it's not a great performance. Space. Right. So I always thought it was a little weird that you were like so excited about it, 
And then I had when I did a show at Joe's Pub, I I was thought they were taking me to Midtown, and I was like, we're going the wrong way. And then they dropped me off. It that venue is so. I was yeah. like, oh, this is one of the nicest venues I've been in in my life. I thought you were at this like. This like midtown campy place. No, it's mom. You have to come next time I do the show. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's the Joe's so, Pub to me sounds like just a bar with some. It's not. On the, it's stunning. Know. It's like. It's stunning. It's a. It's, it's a beautiful giant venue. It has like it like like cabaret. Yeah. It, 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 it's magical. It's amazing. It's full one, lighting, full sound. I'd say it's one of wow. the nicest venues I've ever been in in my life, ever. Wow. Like me watching something ever. It feels like. A throwback, but everything's like really modern too. It was beautiful. For a show like that, no, you just talk to your agent and they set it up. If you got a good one, yeah. I mean, but so that would be worth it to come in to see him do a show there. Because, but I the whole time I was there, and I remember the girl putting on the show I did. She asked us all to dress up, and I was like, "What is the fuck?" Excuse me. I was like, "What is going on?" And then when I got there, so I'm now I see where you've been performing this whole time. Yeah, you'll have to come. You gotta go. Love to absolutely would love gotta to go. do that. Um, real quick before yeah. we let you go, Ma, what's on okay. the menu for Christmas? Uh, let's see, lasagna, meatballs. Are we making strofoli? Mm-hmm. Uh, strofoli. Um, strofoli is a Napolitan. Turkey, it's... sweet potatoes, regular Yum. potatoes, stuffing, Yummy. salad. Yummy. And then there's like six different pies. I'm making cake, strofoli. Good so, for you. So are we Stripoli is a Napolitan dessert. It's like little fried dough balls. You put honey on them and then I've sprinkles. I've had those. You have? Yeah. Oh, it's really like kind of only people from Naples have them. It's there's a restaurant in um, the North End in Boston. Oh yeah, that's Mike's. the Italian neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And they have those. Yeah. Yeah, they're usually better homemade. They're always like kind of too soft when you eat them. And I like ours because they have like a. You either like them or you, or people don't like them. Yeah, our family debates. Our family, my intermediate family likes them, and my cousins hate them. Is anybody bringing someone over that you guys haven't met? Is anyone bringing over anyone new this year, Ma? No, I don't think so, unless your cousin, but uh, I don't think so. And Grandma keeps saying, bring Bob the Drag Queen. Why doesn't Bob the Drag Queen come to Christmas? I said, Mom, he's got his own family, Ma. His own family. What is he got? His own family. His mother wants to see him. <laughs> how, does she know Bob, how does she know Bob? Oh, they know all my friends, my That's grandma. That's so funny. That, I talk to my grandparents Probably once a week. They know everyone in my everything in my life that's happening. Oh, that's so funny. That's something that I wonder if it's Italian too. I follow these really stupid Italian meme pages on Instagram. But there's so many like none of this, none of that, grandma this, grandma that. Like grandmas are always involved in everything with Italian that's families. That's nice. And I'm like, is that just an Italian thing, or like, or like primarily like to like? Because uh, she's the matriarch of the family. That's why. It's like that in other, like I know, uh, like in the Dominican Republic, it's it's like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah. Because like with yeah. my, well, my. She knows, she knows you, Emma. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah. yeah my, we've my... shown her pictures. We've, you know. That's yeah, so she, sweet. She knows you. Mm-hmm. I would say. You'd be welcome for sure. I appreciate that. I wouldn't want to bomb. I'd practice. Because my, my dad's family is like, they're Irish, but they're like six generations. How many generations in are his dad's family to this country? Like seven, six, like they were like I think fighting um, in the Civil War. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He had relatives in the Civil War, so they've been here longer than your family. But they're you but know? they're very like they're very nice and 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 um kind and they're um what are they polite quiet one, one what are they talks, polite yeah one person speaks and then another one you know will answer it's, it's and then wait until that one is finished and then you know or if they open christmas presents one person opens and everyone watches oh, how do you guys do the it next person it's it's a have you ever seen wolves eat like a uh, dead carcass <laughs> that's how we do everything it's oh, a wow. free-for-all it's an absolute but, but i would say my dad's family they're just very like very white and very like you know like, I saw my grandparents realistically, how many, what, five times growing up, Ma? Hmm. Not a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then my mom's family is obviously Italian and Mexican, so there's a billion of them, and I saw my grandparents every day, and all my cousins, and my aunts, and my uncles, and all that. You know, so I just don't, I don't have a normal 
concept of like what well, a grandparent there's, there's is. There's disadvantages because they're all up in your business. So, right. you know, there's a real balancing act. Right. Right. Like, no matter, like, I always made a joke, like, if you shit, like, your aunt will call you and be like, I heard it was rough. Like, it's just, like, there's no... <laughs> Do they know about, uh, like, if people are gay or straight? And my family? The, the grandparents? Oh, yeah. My yeah. grandparents know we're gay. Wow. I mean, that's... Yeah. When, when I... But they know everything. Then, like, yeah. how did that... Like, that's huge. I think... Yeah. They don't care. They just don't care. That's I also awesome. think my grandpa went blind at five. Wow. And and they were poor, and he put himself through law school and dealt with all different types of people, and married a divorced woman, and they got so much shit. So he's I got think perspective. By that, yeah, I think by the time that also, I think they, did, I, they didn't judge right. Mm. And I talked to pops every day growing up. Mm. Every day we get a phone call after school, and you t- you talk to your grandpa. What'd you do? What of this? What'd you learn today? How about that? Who's the, the every day, ma? And so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know why he, why he wouldn't throw that relationship over. I don't know. It's a, we have a very close... We're very good that way. We're very connected. See, that's really incredible because I know people that... Like, I know someone that is, like, not out to their parents, but they're... But because they were waiting for the grandmother to pass away, but that's mm-hmm. really hard because now then they don't really see their parents that much because they don't want to lie, but they don't want to say what's going on. So it is Mate- sad. Mateo's brother said that he has... Um, a lot of friends whose parents have disowned them uh, because they're gay, and I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, I- here's here's my theory: is you know when the boys told us they're gay, we just know one more thing about them today that we didn't know yesterday. Oh, so what? Right. That's one more part of who you are. Yeah. How you know? could you like, like how could you uh, like like the act of changing someone's diaper is so. So intimate and intense, and this little baby looks up at you and needs you. And I've only changed like what ten diapers in my whole life. I've never changed any. I will never change a diaper. You, it's not that bad. It (laughs) really well. One time it was bad, but (laughs) one time it was really bad. And girls are easier than boys because boys will like pee in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True. But and as adults, very true. true. Emma, did your parents? They were were great. Accepting. I'm so lucky. Like I mean, my. My dad, I was I was worried to tell him, and I don't know why, but I remember telling him, and I said, yeah, he was the last person I told, him. I said, you know, I'm dating women at college, but if you have a problem with this, then um, I'll, I'll think about it. Like, I'll try to change it if you have a problem Aww. with it. I do like that Emma's always a negotiator. And he goes, Aww, and he said it doesn't, so he goes... He was like, I don't think it. He's like, I, I don't think it works like that. I think I think he's like, either you're yourself or I think you die. Oh, that's really. Yeah. That sounds like like Italian, like dramatic. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I, but my dad. I mean, he's like he, he's liberal, and also I stuck with him when he went. You know, he had lots of different relationships, and and then my mom, one of her best friends, is trans. But oh, that's that's helpful for you as a yeah, daughter. One yeah, of, just getting a perspective of like life growing up yeah one of her and also in such a small town you had such diversity around you the 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 trans woman was her her it was her friend her best friend from high school's husband ended up transitioning later in life and Mm. then she stayed friends with both of them that's good and so that's one of her best so they were both i mean it's just like i can't yeah i feel so lucky about it was that wasn't even a question they don't like comedy they think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mom hates comedy i mean she thinks why now she thinks well, it's that, fine it, but it's it's a very you know you could think of that as very unstable career path you know yeah. as opposed to going to you know be a dental hygienist and then you've got a nice secure job right but i'm like you, mom, know? you know me if i was a dental hygienist i would get arrested within one year i'd, <laughs> I'd blow someone's head off and i'd be trading the pills out the back yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, it's odd that the world of comedy has kept you most in like line and health and like. Yeah, go. What do you think I'm gonna? But that's exactly what she said. She was like, you, you know, you don't have. It doesn't have to be this hard. Like you can do something. You know. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. She's right about that, but you know, then you wouldn't be who you are. You right. have to be true to yourself. Right. Because I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know. I just don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have the perseverance. My mother yeah, still makes talent. me send her my flight information, even when I'm not coming to Chicago. Just really? anywhere. Really? Yes. That's cute. 
one. I just want, I, I, all I ever want to know is where my children are on the planet Earth. So right. So I can just picture where they are. So if you're in Texas or you're in Spain or I just picture where you are on the planet Earth. I wish everyone had parents like that because everyone deserves parents like that. Well, just find an Italian. And it's like always knowing that no matter where you are on the Earth, there's one person at least who thinks about you before she closes her eyes at night. Mm. You know, and maybe that, I don't know, hopefully that you always know somebody loves you. Totally. Totally. Aww, Mom, I love you too. Yeah, that's so sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's like... By the way, I'm coming yeah. home for three days and my mother has stocked the fridge like Jesus himself is coming. <laughs> Have... I've already did it. I cooked the chicken. I got. I did your bedroom today. I washed towels. Which is, you know, and I have to say, we, we she raised us like little military children. Like, we were in second grade and she's like, now you're doing your laundry. Oh, now good. we did. Now you clean. Now... Because as an Italian woman, everything has to be clean all the time. Yeah, good. And, then, and mom, I'm starting to turn into you because when I clean my apartment, last time when I was still with Kike, he, we cleaned my apartment and I said, now doesn't that feel good when everything's <sighs> clean? I'm like, I'm turning into my fucking mother. But, but oh, we had we had to do our laundry. We had to do this. We had to do that. We had to do that. But yeah. now as an adult, I come back and like my mother is like, like everything is done for me. That's nice. <laughs> That's true. Because I miss you. Right. Also, Mom, you would be fine if I still wanted to live at home, right? Yes. So would I my dad. Say that you guys can go go anywhere you want, do anything you want in your career, but could you just like if it were up to me, you'd all <laughs> three of you would be in the playpen, just yeah. so I could always see you. I totally get that. I actually like because yeah. my I, my dad teaches at this mil, military school, Maine Maritime Academy, or it's not. I guess it's like military and something. But he wanted me to go to school there, and he yeah. goes, he goes, well, one, you know, it can, it's free, and he goes, and then we could have lunch together pretty much every day. <laughs> That's the perk. And I at the, still get it. At the time, I was like, I mean, no. <laughs> but now I think it would be nice to have lunch with my dad. Maybe not every day. I but. just remember being so funny. Like, my family, my cousins and I are so close. Like, I remember my cousin Kelly, like, after summer, like, going to college. And we all stood on the, fo- on the foyer crying that she was going to college. Like, really? Yes, we were sobbing. We just couldn't. We were sobbing. How do you guys work through family disagreements? Because we have a disagreement. Scream at each other. See, in my mom's family, it's not even a disagreement. Because when things are passive-aggressive, it just... There's been a, it's not a, dis, it's more than a disagreement. There's been a, a hurt series of feelings and now people are not close um, in one yeah. chunk. I, I'm not sure we're great at working things out. We always deal with things through humor. We always have. Yeah, that's mm. very, very, very true. Like even me coming out, the reason it was so easy is because my cousin Brian and I made it very fun. We have a very funny family. Like witty and funny and we use humor to get through a lot of bullshit what did you yeah. get what how'd you guys we just make made it? it funny we kept making joke after joke after joke and that's like how if we t- treated it serious what were the jokes like even things like my uncle mike would be like all right we're good there boy uh brian uh, you the two sisters and the son you're gonna go shopping brian's like three sisters right shit like that you know right. what i mean like you know yeah that's funny right but my, I think our family is good at, like, yelling what we think, and then it's like we're not good at picking up the pieces after. Oh, that's Correct. I agree. I agree. But you definitely know what you're what we're thinking. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that we don't have that that much. We, there, you know what there is? There's, like, a lot of tiptoeing, I would say. But yeah. less with oh, no. me and my... Not with me... You have a good communication with your mom. With my mom, yeah, and then with my dad, too. And my dad has really good boundaries, like, my mom and I maybe have less boundaries. My dad has good, you know, boundaries. A good sense of boundaries. He has a good sense of boundaries. He yeah. um, he he did a very dad thing where when I was filming something in Maine, the woman, it was for a reality show, and the, this woman in my town who sells hemp products was going to come over to the house, and that's where we were going to meet for the reality show. And I made okay. a mistake, and I told my dad she sold pot. But I, I meant to say she sold hemp. And then my dad sent this long email to the producers when he had to sign off for the location thing about how marijuana in Maine is illegal and I can't smoke pot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wasn't smoking. I was like, no, no, no. He's... No. Hemp. Yeah, I was like, I said pot. I meant hemp. And I was like, dad. I was like, you sent that email to a bunch of like adults. Like, like you can't. 
you know, I'm not in like eighth grade. He said, marijuana is illegal and it can't be discussed in the house. Oh, thanks, Scrooge McDuck or whatever the hell his <laughs> yeah. name was. Mc, Mc, Ma, before I let you go, what happened? What yes. Didn't Uncle Jack go into the military and then they're like supposed to be isolated from their family and then somehow grandma got a hold of him? Well, he was in boot camp, you know, <laughs> Marine Corps boot camp. And my mother hadn't heard from him. He hadn't called her. In how long? And so she, she oh, uh, well, I don't know how long boot camp is, but however long, you know, he was about in the middle of it. But it was definitely weeks and weeks. Right. And, you know, it's Marine boot camp, for Christ's sakes. Right. And uh, she got a hold of his superior to say, I haven't heard from my son. Can you have my son call me? <laughs> and they said No. <laughs> Yeah, she somehow, somehow got through to the U.S. Marine Corps and got a hold of his superior to say, I haven't heard from my son. Well, yeah, he's in boot camp, yeah. lady. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who else hasn't heard from their sons? All the other mothers. Also, that my, means that she My was... poor brother. He probably had to wash floors with a tooth. Oh, no, it went away. My mom, her phone hung up. It probably also means that she was that pushy. That they were like, okay, lady, we'll give him the message. Right. You know? My my grandmother got through the military. Right. right. That's so funny. Ma, we're going to let you go. Yeah. Our phone okay. are disconnected. Thank you so much. This was All so right. cute. Well, happy holidays and happy new year to you, Emma. Thank you. I appreciate and, that. And your family. Thank and you. Mateo, get on that airplane. I want to give you a kiss. Yes, I'll see you soon, Ma. Okay. All right, bye. Bye-bye. You know what we should do, just for fun, yeah. just now that we're on the topic of family, I should call my grandma to have her choose which of her kids are the best, like, fighters and which ones are, like, the nicest. Sounds like stirring the pot for when you see when you uh, see her. No, are you kidding? Let's see. This is 640. Should I call my grandma? Go for it. Let's call my grandma. And my grandpa's going to pick up. Uh, hello? Uh, Matthew, how are you? Hello? And then I'm going to... That's so nice Excuse that your parents grandma. are so accepting, too. That's really... Because I know so many people that it just isn't the case. Oh, it's yeah. It's hard. And if you're listening and that is the case for you, just know that... Hi, Pops. My heart goes out to you. How are you? So, I'm doing an episode with um, on my podcast with Emma, and uh, we, had a, we had a question for Grandma. Is she around? <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> She's coming, man. All right. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Grandma. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, darling? Good. I'm sitting with my friend Emma. Hi. Hi how Emma. are you? <laughs> so we just had. We were. I was just talking to my mom. We were talking about like our family, and Emma couldn't believe that like Aunt Cindy could like have like a. Um, like a fighting side to her. She just thinks she's like, you know, super sweet and stuff like that. So I wanted to call, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to call you and say um, a couple of things. One, um, out of all of your kids, who's the sweetest and who would you not want to have a fight with? Oh my with? goodness. Holy cow. I don't want to have a fight with Lisa. Oh yeah, my Aunt Lisa. Probably, I, yeah. I think I agree. Who is Lisa yeah. in relation to uh, Cindy? Sweetest? That's probably got to be your mom. Yeah, oh, my mom is the like the sweetest for sure. Like the most yeah. like hi, la, 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 you know, like yeah. she yeah. seems yeah. very sweet. Yeah, that would be that would be my those would be my picks. And I wouldn't want to fight with Lisa. And then Cindy's probably a close second. Uh, yeah, Cindy. Uh, you know what? She was the best at not getting into trouble. I mean, oh. she would get into trouble, but she would never argue or fight back. Hmm. Oh, really? I find that interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. My aunt Cindy also like. My grandma would, you know, she had seven kids, and so my wow. aunt Cindy in, in high school would just leave with, like, a pitcher of orange juice, which she was clearly going to drink. And she was like, all right, I'm going to go bowling, and then just come back drunk. I never knew that. Your mother would throw her clothes out the window, the bedroom window. <laughs> Why? She'd be, yeah, she'd be working at turnstile, and I thought, okay, she gets off work, and she'd go into a friend's house. But your mom would throw her clothes out so she could change. Oh, wow. And go wherever she went. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> wow. Um, what are you? Ex- are you excited, Grandma, for Christmas again? Oh my God! I can't wait to see all you guys. Can't wait. The living room, dining room look gorgeous. Your mom and aunt said they fixed oh, it. Oh, and this will be the first year with Matteo, the baby. Oh yeah, with Francesca. Oh, yeah. Right. That's right. This will be Frankie's first uh, Christmas with us. Oh, oh God, that's so exciting. Eight thousand Italians <laughs> screaming and yelling at each other. 
We we have a we have a, a motto in our family. Oh and God! Th- so I put a family crest and I printed it for my grandma and then I wrote in quotations. It's never fucking boring. Oh boy! I love that. that I can't tell you how many times Pop and I use that. <laughs> That's we amazing. Say it all the time. Something happens. I mean, I get rushed off to the hospital. You know, it's like, well, okay, this is never effing boring. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not normal or something. We're normal. We think we are. We think we are, but then other people yeah. meet us and they think we're out of our minds. No, everybody yeah. always has stuff. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got stuff. Yeah. It's, and the more people, the more stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's so loud here. You got to tell them how loud it is here. I'll record I'll re- I'll make a recording grandma so that people oh, can that start would be, <laughs> That would be great, man. That would be great. <laughs> All right, well, we'll let you go, Grandma. Um, okay, sweetheart, take but, care, have fun. But I'll see you in two days. Oh, I know, I know. I'm waiting to see your face, Aww. yes. All right, well, I, I, <laughs> I love you very much. Tell Pops I'll call him later. Bye, sweetheart, right. have fun. Bye, Grandma. Bye, darling. See Bye-bye. you, guys. nice to meet you. Oh, she sounds so cute. Oh, my grandma's the best. That's so nice. My grandparents are my favorite people in the world. That's so, so nice. That's so nice. I, I, I love that we just made an episode about my family. Yeah, that's so nice, though, because it really is, like... Because I think family stresses... Because family can be stressful, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I... Like, part of why I hadn't been back to Blue Hill for so long is... I love it there, but something about it, after a couple days, stresses me out. Right. I think that's actually... You know, Rachel Feinstein has a great joke about this, where she's like... And forgive me, Rachel, I don't want to give away your material, but she just says, like... I'll go home and I'm fine. And then two hours later, I just have this like mysterious like mm-hmm. anger inside my chest. Totally. And I think everyone relates to that. And you know what it is? I think when we become adults, we we are we've left that sort of like you know straitjacket life of like this is my family. You know, you you have your own identity now. But when right. you go back home, you're the, you're suddenly. Just, you're not an individual anymore. You're a member of a larger family. I'm going back home and my dad's messaging everybody that we that I can't be associated with pot. <laughs> and, and the other thing, too, is is my dad's pretty chill. Like, he's like, he's, and he right. said he's like, I'm f- totally for pot smoking and legalizing marijuana and supporting the local main community. It's just the truth is it's not legal now. So the timing wouldn't be good for it to be, you know, da-da. So... Yeah, but I mean, the producer was like, we never were going to bring pot into the house. And I was like, (laughs) I know, I know, I know, I know. But I was, you know, that would be, if it was any other context except for like my childhood home, that would be fucking nuts. Right. (laughs) I love that. That'd be nuts. I love, um, the one thing I love about my family is everyone like being really honest with people. And I remember when Kiki and I broke up, I remember sitting on the couch with my grandma and the couch we can sit on once a year. And I right. said, um, you know, what happened? You gotta watch, the, do you watch Sebastian Maniscalco? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. he's got uh, all family, kinds of stuff about that. My family is obsessed. Yeah. He grew up right next to where I grew up. Oh, in the same, really? exact same part of Arlington Heights. Huh. Yeah. And I remember saying to my grandma, like, I just was so upset and this and that with Kike. And my grandma told me this story I never knew because she'd come from, you know, being from divorced and so she had five kids and then she wow. met my grandpa who's blind and right. everyone was like don't marry him and then his family was like don't marry her she's Why got her? five oh. because this woman's got she's divorced five right. other kids but they loved each other and um when they, when they were about to get married my grandpa started having second thoughts mm. and called her to tell her that and my grandma screamed at him you don't want to be with me you don't deserve to be with me you're not you know, how dare you I know I'm great I'll find someone else who will appreciate how great I am you can come here and pick up your suitcases because it'll be at the end of the driveway wow and I was like uh, to, to think in, in the 1950s a woman who's married uh, was divorced with five kids to still have all that self respect right did she have a job um, my grandma had to work at some because my my blood grandfather the Mexican um, he 
like would leave for months at a time because he had another family. Wait, this is the one that she. What's the one that she was with before your grandfather? That's what I'm saying. My Mexican grandfather. So my I never knew my Mexican grandfather. Oh, and then she's the one that would they they my grandma and him married when they were 18 because they were like high school like lovebirds I guess and they got married. My grandma had her first kid at 18. My aunt Debbie. And but when she had by the time she had the fifth kid with him, he had already had other women. He had other kids named all the kids the same names, so he didn't Crazy. confuse them. And when they would come home, my my mom said she ended up having to be watched by my by her grandparents, my great grandparents, because my grandma had to go get work because she had no money right. to support. And remembers like all my mom's furniture just being ripped, confiscated from the home. Wow. And when my grandpa came home, that there was screaming and yelling. She remembers my grandma throwing an iron at his head. And uh, so when they divorced, would he pay child support? No, of course not. Wow. And and my. My aunt Cindy remembers five kids. That's a lot of fucking kids. That's aunt, a lot of fucking kids. And five kids with another woman. Ah! And my, my aunt Cindy remembers going shopping with my grandma. And my grandma has no money. Her husband has, has hasn't been home in six months. She and she's just putting shoplifting. Wow. Because she's like, I'm gonna support these fucking kids right. somehow. I mean, I just can't imagine being my grandma in that situation right. at that time. I mean, it must have been so hard. So hard. And, and think of, and it's also like. Sexism is everywhere. Right. Oh, please. And she married... I mean, everything. Right? And so when she met my grandfather, my Sicilian grandfather, he adopted my mother and her four brothers and sisters. And um, my mom was probably like 15 or 16 at the time. And they had two more kids. He, like, saved the family. He, mm. like... He was a father to everyone. And he supported everyone. And he loves my grandma. When he, does he read Braille? Oh, yeah. He types ah. in Braille, too. Oh, wow. He would be in the courthouse. He had a Braille typewriter. And they still have the Braille typewriter in his Why the courthouse? Because he's a judge. Oh, I was going to say. No, no, no. He, oh, yeah. He was a judge. Wow. Judge, judge Pomaro. Wow. Uh-huh. That's fucking badass. He put himself through fucking law school. His parents couldn't... T- you know, he, my, grandpa's, my grandpa's dad, who I didn't know... Um, the only time you saw him cry was my grandpa got a full scholarship to Northwestern when I got there. Great they, school. They didn't have enough money to pay for someone to read to him. Oh. So they had to leave. Uh. And, I mean, this is the 19 fucking 40s or 50s. They didn't have, like, you know, like, right. pe- like, like, pro- pro- um, people to help out that, with right. that kind of stuff, programs and that stuff. So he went to DePaul and he joined an all Sicilian fraternity. Oh boy. And I uh, still friends with them. Still talks to them every single day for those, I think, who are left. But my grandpa and my grandma, like, they, I mean, they truly love each other. That's great. You know, and, uh... It's gonna be so interesting to be without sight. Yeah, I mean, when we were kids and we didn't understand, we're sitting on my grandpa's lap, like, waving in his face, like, can you see this? Can you see this? Can you see that? I used to do that to my uncle, the one who's deaf. I used to, this is awful, but I would, like, kind of make noises behind him to see Mm. what he, because at night... He would start to turn his hearing aid down because he'd be getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of like pop up and be like, can you hear me now? Can you mm-hmm. hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And then he'd be like, turn around when he could hear me. And I'd be like, mm-hmm, and run away for no fucking... But it's normal. Yeah, and and yeah. like, we watch now like the young cousins, the new, we call our, our, the cousins, we call ourselves the wolf pack. But like, we watch the young wolf pack do the same thing. Right. Ask the same questions, do the same thing. And you start to see when they understand that he is blind right. and you know how they deal with it and, and how they respond to it. I remember when I was a kid, I got like for extra money, I just walked to my grandparents' house and I would walk my grandpa around the block to get him exercise and stuff. Oh, or that's cute. Who's going to take pops to the bathroom? Someone's going to take pops to this. I don't know. You know, it right. just becomes normal. That's cute. Yeah, I feel that with, I mean, with my uncle who, who the who's deaf, the first thing is someone has to get him breakfast. Mm-hmm. But... And he's cool about that, but other than that, it's got to be his routine. Like, you have to get mm-hmm. him a paper, otherwise he starts going, what? Do you know what's really funny about my grandma? Mm. Because she reads the newspaper to my grandpa. He's obsessed with sports. Oh, my grandmother huh. knows everything about sports. Huh. The trading, the players, the this, right. the that. Because she's reading him the right, sports. Right, she's reading it to him, so she's picking up on it. Yeah. Do you... Picking up, she, she could trade those teams herself. Were you scared <laughs> to come out to either of them? No, not at all. I just, I'm very lucky in that sense. I I feel really blessed to have my family. I've only been with like maybe one or two people whose parents were like really comfortable with them being gay. Other than that, everyone, some people have been varying levels of, or it'll be like one parent super cool with it and then the other one is not. Right. 
I figure my mother had such a traumatic childhood and she loved us so much, us so unconditionally. And my dad went through Vietnam and watched every single one of his friends die. <gasps> so I feel like by the time we came out, I feel like... And my dad also almost died when I was in first grade because he had a very rare disease, disease called vasculitis. And he was mm. in the hospital for six months. I remember we were all ready six for Six months! We were all ready for him to die. We were wow. all ready for him to die because the last rites, the priest came for his last rites. And I just remember being little and like... Because my dad was a cop, all these police officers coming to our house to like give us presents and like set up our tree, and like my mother became very thin because she was so stressed. Like right. I just remember all those memories, and I, I remember like being prepared for my dad to die, hmm. and then he didn't. So we, I a think, new lease on life, new lease on life. So I think all those things, plus just having good, just you know, certain. People just know how, they can accept it. They can accept it. Yeah, do have, having the time to be able to prepare for someone to pass is like like a luxury for mm-hmm. sure. Because mm-hmm. then you're not like, where I didn't see this. Like I didn't like, you know. Right. This is kind of a jump. But before we like wrap up, Mariah Carey. What would you say? Because <laughs> this year went by so fast. fast. It feels like yesterday you, me, and Tyler were here. Right, and I remember the little sweatshirt I had on and doing like a happy holidays thing. This year went by really fast. What, what, what are the, like, the things you remember the most about this year? Good question. I, I mean, it re- this is the thing. Things just start to blur together. I mean, I remember the cruise really well. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, of all the things you can remember about this year, the cruise is the what you remember. This has been a crazy fucking year. I mean, this year really, because like this time last year... Well, let's break it down. So career-wise, let's go over how we each feel. How do you feel career-wise this year? Went? I feel it was fine. I mean, it was like... You did a lot of cool things. You were filming Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I think that, that it was just ending this time. Or I guess I was in January. You were January. just starting. You were, you were in the midst of it. Yeah. You, we both went through breakups... Yeah. You found Ashley. Yeah, that was great. You moved to LA. Yeah. Um, you performed a ton. Yeah. I mean, at this time last year, I think was I was like headlining a lot on weekends. I feel more free of my... I think I was with someone that wasn't a good fit for management, so I feel like free with that. Yeah. And I think you that know. now that you'll find someone who will help you... I would like to help you find the next manager, I think. I have someone... I got a couple ones in mind, but I'm going to do it. I want someone that gets... Cause Last time I went with someone that people were like, don't do that. So this time I want to like listen to a few people that I really, that would also have to work with the person, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I think, but it was a weird year. It was a weird year. I feel like love wise, it was very up and down for me. Um, and sort of left open-ended. So I'm in a, I'm in a weird mental place. You feel like it's open-ended? Just in general, like I'm. Oh, love in general, yeah, yeah. Um, but career-wise, I feel like I planted a lot of good seeds, but I'm hoping next year that some of those seeds grow into something more sustainable. Well said. Now that was a good way. That was a good. Yeah, I, I felt. But like... I am getting anxious. Me too, because I feel like I was calmer this year, but also now I'm like, well, maybe I should have been stressed the whole fucking time. Well, I will say I toured a lot this year. Yeah. I was on the road doing shows all over the fucking country. And right. That was a great... London was a great experience. Opening for Aziz was a great experience. Would you do an album? Not until I get a special. Right. Because um, I've got all this material now that I'm like kind of done. It's same, like cooked. Same. And I want to... But I guess I need to try to film it and sell it. I have my hour I do on the road. And right now I'm working with 28 new minutes. That's great. 15 solid. That's great. And then another 15 sort of getting there. But right. But I'm going to have to start switching it up at the cellar. But I... That's so I'm already ready to go back on the road to do a, like a new hour. And then what are you going to do with the old hour? I'm trying to fucking sell it. Right. Yeah, cuz that I'm yeah, I'm actually surprised that it really is pop cuz I remember there's this comedian named Richard Jenny and he had an interview where they were like, "So when you did your first special, then like right away you did these other three specials." And in the interview he was like, "Yeah, but I had been doing stand up for so long that when I got the first special, I had those other two specials right. ready to go." Mhm. Um, he was like, it wasn't like they filmed it and I had to go write new material. He's like, I've been doing all that material for years and years. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like, I couldn't do that. How would you have that in your head? And now, it'll be like, oh, I could, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Because the muscle memory of that stuff that you say so much, that oh then God. you stop saying, I could Just get fucking... I could get... I, aliens could attack. I could have a, an alien <laughs> probe, probe me from the inside out. And I could say some of that material 
Because you're saying it, what, three times, one to four every times a night? Every single Pretty night. Pretty much every night. I also, I think it, the one reason I love being back at the cellar is because it, when I go up and I'm in between Michelle Wolf. Yeah, you want to put on, work on, I always want right. to work on new stuff for the wait staff there too. Same. Because they've got the same wait staff. So, so like, I, don't, just, I don't want them to think I'm slacking. Like the most prolific writers that are within our generation yeah. of comedians, I would throw Michelle Wolf and Sam Morell at the top and watching them do, I mean, Michelle is so just good. I mean, she just is always writing and the jokes right. are always great. It makes me be like, I have to take risks. And so right. I end up taking multiple risks and building more material because I'm watching them. Right. Yeah, it's good to put yourself around like the best people to, uh, to do that. I think so. I think so. But it was, I think we both agree, it was a weird, good year. It was a weird year. It was a good year personally. Like, it was good. I felt, like, healthy this year. You I look, look better. You I look, look fucking, I look great. You look... Hello. Unbelievable. Uh, okay, can I just hey, go through? Hey, from my mouth to God's your, butt. Your skin looks amazing. Yeah. Fucking your, Accutane, baby. Your body looks amazing. I still got work to do on that, but I've been working out, and I it's but, helped my back. But your skin... Your yep. makeup, your hair, yep. like your whole look, yep. like you look sophisticated. Fillers and, and Botox. But even your, like, the way you dress and yep. carry yourself. Yep, totally. You I look, look amazing. I, I really do. I really appreciate that. I look, I think, the exact same. And you always looked great. But maybe more tired. And, no, you guys, and if you guys are listening and thinking these guys sound vain, let me tell you something. Here's the deal. I have, like, prioritized look stuff because I know what it's like to feel uncomfortable, especially because of... I don't think you have to apologize. We are our own brand and product. Yeah, and, and it's We're trying to look good. We're on I, TV. Yeah, it's because from being on, trying to be on camera and then also just, like, for years of feeling, like, not good, then when you get a little sense of control in that, like, being like, oh, okay, Accutane can change my skin. That's something I can do. You, oh, I can work thing. out and get in a little bit better shape. That's empowering. If you were just, like... I know I'm great, thank you. That's one thing. But like if you are open about your transformation oh, yeah. and you and look, you're being very vulnerable about things like Accutane, oh, yeah. fillers, Botox. I mean, totally. you are, you're, t you're taking people through this journey. You're allowed to say I couldn't that imagine, I, I look good. I couldn't imagine not. Like when, if someone's like, you look good, I'm like, yeah, I had that, but I just spent like a lot. It's, well, that's also, it's, it's I mean, expensive. you know, that, that's the comedian in you. Right. We don't want to, everything has to be too real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like no one can be like, Emma, you look great. You couldn't just say thanks. You have right. to be like, doctors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doctors, lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Someone has a lemonade stand. I'm getting everything from everywhere. But, yeah. Well, this was a successful episode. Yes, it was. And thank you guys, as always, for being here and listening. Um, it'll probably be the new year when you guys hear this. So, happy new year. Happy um, uh, for all acquaintance be from God and never brought to mind. Do you know that song? Mm -mm. You you know the oh, of course it is. song. All right, thanks guys for listening. Wait, how do I stop this? Press done. Boom. Thank you guys. Right here.